Welcome to another edition of the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. Now, here's dementia care expert Tifa Snow and your host, Greg Phelps. Hello and welcome to the Dementia Care Partners podcast series. My name is Greg Phelps and joining me as usual is Tifa Snow. Our, our topic today is altered sleep cycles. So, of course, I consulted with my uh, doctor, Dr. Google, and came up with dozens of different results. The, the one that caught my eye was called Sleep Better, Reset Your Clock for Better Rest. How'd that work for you, Greg? Did you try it? Well, you know, I think I'm still on Mountain Central or Eastern Standard or maybe Greenwich Mean. I, I don't know. It didn't work worth a day. I know. So for me, when the spring happens and we fall, we fall back in the fall and we spring forward in the spring, there's a while there where I was getting used to being light early in the morning. I could get up and go do things in my usual early morning pattern. And now they've taken it away from me. So for me, resetting the clock to that gaining an hour, it takes me about two weeks for my brain to give up the idea that I've lost an hour. They robbed me of an hour because it turns out human beings are sort of hardwired into a circadian pattern. So when I say circadian rhythm, what do you think of, Greg? Is that a new Latin dance? <laughs> circadian. Um, cicadas, circadian. It's oh, those thingies that make the noise. Things that make the noise. And they yeah. happen every so many years. So these cicadas, they come out every so many, often. And so this circadian rhythm refers to human beings have a 24-hour clock. Okay, it's not 36, that idea that anybody gets 36, they don't. So we have a 24 hour window where we have a period of time and it's usually somewhere with six to eight hours where we need to actually shut down external awareness so that we can focus on internals. We really need to do some things. We need to do some housekeeping and the housekeeping is not just in the organs of our body, it's actually in our brain. So our brain needs to shut down external taking in of stuff so it can sort through everything that happened in the last 24 hours. So during a sleep cycle, there are different parts of a sleep cycle and there are phases that we go through and we go in and out and in and out through these phases and each element is designed to help our body get ready for another day. And it is resetting our body and resetting our brain. So what we'll do in the night. So Greg, what's one thing you notice uh, most nights and usually people will notice it more. They do more of it in the early, early morning, right before they finally wake up. What do you sometimes remember when you wake up that happens fairly early in the morning there? You got me. I, I'm a lousy sleeper. Always have been. So, you know, so do you have any dreams that you remember? Very few. I get the occasional one where I just sort of go, oh, okay, let's forget that one. Let's forget that one. And so interesting for you, you identify yourself as not a healthy sleeper. And that's actually accurate because what we should have is the last cycles of sleep in the morning before we wake, those are longer what we call REM sleep cycles. Those are the times that we go deepest into our brain and we're actually in dream state. Now our bodies are paralyzed, we can't move because we don't want ourselves doing this weird stuff that we might get ourselves 
ourselves in trouble with if we were trying to fly or, or run really fast or do a report in front of an office group. But what it is, is our brain's ability to sort through all the stuff that came in and, and try to figure things out and use old memories and new memories and try to work through stuff. And it turns out that state is sort of important because it allows us to ditch stuff and keep stuff, ditch stuff, reorganize stuff, sort it through, try to make sense of it, but not in the thinking logical way, but rather emptying trash cans and see if that's worth keeping or not. And so getting a good night's sleep allows you to sort through stuff you took in so that you're ready for another day of taking in. So and what does all of this have to do with dementia? Because, you know, dementia, patients dementia persons living with dementia sleep don't they yeah well yeah that's a really good question it turns out not the same way as they used to often oh so people living with dementia with certain dementias one of the hallmarks of their dementia is that they have interrupted sleep um, they don't go into REM sleep. They can't get there. Um, they wake up and they can't get to sleep for days on end. Um, they can't at night. They can't sleep, but they sleep during the day. And as dementia progresses, some people will feel they sleep a lot. They have to sleep a whole lot more because a lot more of energy has to go into getting the body and the brain ready for another day. And they can only be awake for short windows of time. And so altered sleep states is often a signal that somebody's dementia is, is very active or that somebody's dementia is progressing or that somebody has dementia. Um, or it could be they have depression and dementia or anxiety and dementia, and it's altering their ability to sleep effectively. Now, you, you said we have sort of an internal clock mm -hmm. and people are experiencing brain change. Does the internal clock sort of get wiped out or reprogrammed or yeah so you know that thing that your doctor was saying you know like yeah reprogram your clock it's like well this clock gets messed up and so what i could do is go through one sleep cycle and come to full awakeness so i go to sleep but then i'm awake two hours later and it's like no 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 go back to sleep and i actually think i'm starting a new day i think i've had a full night of sleep i think instead of being 11 at night it's 11 in the morning i'm ready for lunch and tipa's ready to go yeah. And you're like, no, 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 no. It's you just went through one sleep cycle. Go back to sleep because I shouldn't have come all the way awake. I should have dropped back down into another sleep cycle, but I'm not doing that. Or I could sleep way long in the morning, but not go to sleep at night. And that's not my old pattern. This is this new pattern that I have. Um, or I go for a nap after lunch, which is not that uncommon for a lot of people. A lot of, a lot of societies have a siesta. And when I wake from my siesta, though, I think I'm starting a new day. So I don't realize it's afternoon. I think we're back to breakfast. I think it's time for breakfast. And all I did was take an hour and a half or 45 minutes. And it's like, no, you just had lunch. And so we can end up in arguments um, because I'm in a different time than you are in the day. And we're not matching up anymore. Well, I was in a facility one time in a, in a secure unit. Mm -hmm. And I looked and they had four different clocks on the walls, lovely big clocks, but I still heard people saying, what time is it? Yeah. And so why have the clocks if they're not number one, were they all the same time? I'm just curious. Uh, no. 
there's a whole sad story goes with that but i know yeah and so one of the realities is we put these things up and we don't look at them but what they do is i look at the clock and i can't interpret it or i can't look up at the clock i don't even know it's there and so what time is it and you look at the clock and say what does it say and it said well it doesn't say anything i've asked you and so that whole idea of you're wanting to know what time it is was there something you needed to do or you're just curious Because what I want to know is, why are you asking me about the time? Are you bored with nothing to do? Or are you thinking it's almost time for something? Or you think you might be late for something? People ask about time when something's either not working for them or when they don't have something to do with time. Um, So we need to pay attention to those words, but I'm not sure the clocks make a big difference. Just like that they're not really sort of looking at their watch and going, oh, supper's five minutes late, or, you know, my daughter said she was going to be here at 3.05. They're not doing that. Well, it might be. I mean, for people who've always been very time oriented, they might be really fixated on that clock. And it's like, well, it's 2.33. She said she was coming at 2.30. Now, the problem is she said she was coming at 2.30 was three days ago. She did come at 2.30. She's not due today. So this idea of a day, well, with dementia, it can be like Groundhog Day, where I can't keep up with sequentially my days, but I do hold on to time within the day, depending on where I'm at with my dementia. So this is complicated, as we say. Mm. So are there things that we can do to try and help people with altered sleep cycles? Yeah. So one is to recognize if they are sleeping well, but it's on a cycle that's not my cycle, who could be with them and engage them when they are awake and maybe go ahead and let them sleep with the cycle they're sleeping with. As long as I have assistance for them to be engaged and eat and enjoy life and do things that have value and purpose when they are awake, because trying to switch them back to another sleep cycle may or may not be effective. If, however, they're sleeping long, long hours, I want to investigate, are there things going on that are depleting their system, which is, I need to double check, like, do they have a urinary tract infection? Are they dehydrated? Um, Are we doing too many things for too long during the day and that's exhausting them? Or is this a pattern that actually works for them? Or if they're not sleeping at all, yeeks, how can I create a healthy sleep environment and see if I can get them comfortable enough that they feel safe to sleep? Because we only sleep when we feel safe, by the way. Tipa, you have uh, hundreds, maybe even thousands of videos out on YouTube and everywhere else. Is there somewhere people can find more information on this? Yeah, we actually have, I've done a couple of articles on sleep for the journal. And so I think we have more articles than we probably have videos on sleep. Um, So I would reference people over to, you know, refer people over to the articles that I've done on sleep because we have done some things to try to help address the issues with people and times of day and circadian patterns. Deepa, thank you very much. Thanks, Greg. You've been listening to the Dementia Care Partners podcast series sponsored by Positive Approach to Care as a free broadcast available to anyone living with dementia, supporting someone living with dementia, or anyone interested in learning more about the world of dementia. For more information about other free resources provided by Positive Approach to Care, please visit the resource page at www.tipasnow.com.